Resurrecting the Resurrection What is the focus of Christianity? What stands at the center of Christian faith? What is the foundation upon which the church is built? For a long time, Churches of Christ answered this question with, quote, the Bible. However, while the Bible is vital to the life of the Christian and the church, it is not at the center. For good reason, there's been a shift in thinking over recent years, causing us to realize that Jesus is at the center. Everything we do, everything we are, everything we believe, everything we are becoming is because of Jesus. If Jesus is at the center, then what is our central belief about Jesus? What is the most important thing for us to believe about Jesus? What belief about Jesus ought to be the beginning point for our life as followers of Jesus? Again, historically, within churches of Christ and evangelicalism at large, the answer has been, quote, Jesus' death on the cross. The emphasis upon Jesus' death can be seen in how we preach, with the thesis of many sermons being, quote, Jesus died for your sins. It is seen in how we take the Lord's Supper, sometimes with sole reflection upon the element's connection to Jesus' death. It is seen in our prayers, where we thank God for taking on human flesh and dying in our place. But is Jesus' death really the center of the good news? The Bible would not seem to support such an assertion. Paul certainly did not think Jesus' death was at the center of the gospel. In 1 Corinthians 15, 3-6, we get the oldest extant record, circa AD 53-54, of how the first Christians taught the gospel. Paul says he taught the Corinthians the same gospel that was taught to him meaning that the words of 1 Corinthians 15, 3-6 predate the letter and Paul's time in Corinth. In this form of the gospel, Paul says that Jesus died, was buried, and was raised on the third day. He then devotes time to giving evidence to all who saw the resurrected Jesus. Then, in verse 14, Paul says, quote, If Christ has not been raised, then our proclamation has been in vain and your faith has been in vain. End quote. In Romans 8.34, a letter many might claim emphasizes Jesus' death over his resurrection. Paul says, quote, Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus died more than that who was raised to live is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us, end quote. Even the Christ hymn, Philippians 2, 6-11, likely an early Christian worship song predating Paul and Paul's letter, emphasizes Jesus' exaltation, which goes hand in hand with his resurrection. So, Paul certainly seems to emphasize the importance of Jesus' resurrection over Jesus' death. The Gospels seem to have a similar emphasis. The Gospel narratives do not end with Jesus' death, but his resurrection. When Jesus predicts his death, he often continues to predict his resurrection. Matthew 17, 22 and 23. Luke 9, 43 through 45. Mark 9, 30 
through 32. Additionally, the gospel's portrayals of Jesus' death seem to go by rather quickly. While Matthew, Luke, and John spend considerable energy expounding Jesus' resurrection and post-resurrection appearances. The New Testament seems to emphasize Jesus' resurrection, not his death. This is not to say that Jesus' death is unimportant. For one, his resurrection necessitates his death, for he could not have been resurrected had he not died. Second, Jesus' death is salvific. It does help deal with sin, but Jesus' death only receives power because of his resurrection. As Paul argues in 1 Corinthians 15, Jesus' death did nothing to deal with sin if he was not resurrected. Now, here's why this is important. It is important because our emphasis on Jesus' death has caused real problems with real people sitting in our pews week in and week out. For some, it has caused them to feel tremendous guilt and shame. They feel guilty for having caused Jesus to die and are unable to ever overcome that guilt. It leaves us with an angry God, looking for sinners to kill and settling for Jesus instead. We then live scared of God sending us to hell for any little thing we failed to explicitly repent of rather than living in loving union with our Creator. Most importantly, we are left with a Jesus who is useless. Yes, he died in our place, but a Jesus who was never raised is a Jesus who never defeated sin and death. A Jesus who cannot intercede for us. A Jesus who is no longer living and active, but dead. A Jesus who cannot help us in our weakness, since he never entirely overcame his. For the sake of the New Testament, Christian theology In the lives of Christians everywhere, we must resurrect the resurrection.